morning and welcome to the Galaxy Couch Podcast. I'm Bran. I'm Danielle. <laughs> and we're here early in the morning, earlier than usual, recording early an episode. Early for us. That's that's 9 a.m. Let me know if you're late. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're here talking to you about Lost. Episode Season 3, Episode 3, Further Instructions. We get a lock episode. It's been a minute since we've had a lock hey. episode. Um, so, this one immediately starts off... Right after the implosion. Yes, because we've had two episodes now where... Actually, almost three episodes, because if you can include the finale, mm-hmm. where we don't know what's going on with the island other than the fact that they felt the buzz. Mm-hmm. And a bright light. And a bright light. Uh, purple, which... That's what he just uh, uh, is later described. Mm-hmm. UV light. I don't know how that science works. Uh, so Magnets. Locke uh, wakes up in tall grass, kind of similar to how Jack woke up in the first episode. Yeah. That's kind of what I was noticing. Oh. Um, same kind of fashion, like his face was a little bloody. His face was very bloody. He's disoriented. Um, it was specifically that tall grass that was like just a little bit off the jungle. Mm-hmm. And then he sees, he like, he like gets to his feet and he's like shell-shocked. Mm-hmm. And he sees Desmond run by. He's just all confused and looked like he was naked. Yeah, it kind of did look like he was naked. Or like shirtless or something. Um, naked. Naked. Uh, so then he like kind of comes to, like stands back up and like gets himself together. Mm-hmm. Um, and is it here he realizes? No, um, he's like a branch creaking above and an echo stick falls on him. Oh, that's right. Um... So Echo's stick falls from uh, the tree, the gives him a little bonk, and then he picks it up and kind of like feels it over for a second, because probably... Is it bloody? It's a little bloody. It's, it's a little bit bloody, yeah. I think just because of where it's been. Um, so then he runs to the beach, and we cut over to Claire and Charlie, Charlie who see Locke, and they're like, oh, it's Locke. Yeah, Locke's back. Where's he been? And Locke is not talking to anyone. He just starts ripping apart his shelter. Uh, yeah, he just starts... Uh, that, was that his shelter? I don't think he would do someone else's. That's what I was wondering. I was like, is, is it his tarp or is it someone else's tarp that he's just taken? He's like, I need this. Um, later. So yeah, he starts cutting the tarps loose and then pulling them off. And then uh, he runs over to where Charlie's church, Charlie and Echo's church mm-hmm. uh, like area is. And he starts, starts like, dropping all this stuff there. And Charlie comes over, he's like, you don't call. This is lying again. <laughs> you don't write. Um, and then he's like, we see a giant purple light in the sky. and You just disappear for two days. and blah, blah, blah. Um, So then John kind of like motions to his throat. It's like, what? What? And he like attempts to like talk. Mm-hmm. Charlie's like, oh, you can't speak? Cool. <laughs> so I didn't understand the logistics of him not being able to speak. Was this just because... Because it has to plot. Well, I, I was wondering, like, was that implosion or whatever that happened so... Forceful? Forceful that, like, now, like, he's got temp- temporary laryngitis, I guess? Um, so he starts communicating to Charlie that he needs to talk even though he can't talk. He's like, you need to talk? Talk to who? The sky? The ground? He draws, like, a circle. Echo? The island. Mm-hmm. He, like, yeah, starts asking all the other ones. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. they finally get to... The island? The island. Like, all excited. Yes, the island. Which Charlie might understand, but maybe he's kind of forgotten a little bit since he was kind of dead. He hates Locke. This is unprecedented hate. Yeah, this that's true. So he's like, whatever. Uh, then we cut to f- a flashback as Locke is kind of put together those tarps. 
Um, mm-hmm. And we see a lock that is... No. This is when he picks up Eddie? Yes. No, there's more first. There's more? Yeah, he go, he's back to the main area, and um, he got a pen and paper from somewhere. Oh, you're right. So he tells Charlie he needs his help. And he's just in the middle of the paper. Huge. Turns the paper, writes another message. That paper was lucky to find. You should be conserving it. Oh, maybe, like, the fact that it... Maybe it was in a Dharma drop. Maybe. Okay. Like, no, oh, maybe. there was food, and there was also, like, All some utilities. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So, um... He says that he needs Charlie to stand guard. He doesn't elaborate. He just needs him to stand guard. So then this is the first time Charlie says... He gets mad at John. Um... For saying, like, if you don't remember... Like, you accused me of doing heroin and punched me. Yeah, you, you beat me up because you said I was using. Which is not... Charlie's remembering it wrong. It's, it's... Yeah, that's very reductive. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's because you took a fucking baby. Well, I mean, it, it was also not like the, hey, the, this is the first time he's done this, this is weird. Mm-hmm. He did it a couple of times, within like a, a short span of time, so they're like, no, fuck you, you're getting beaten up. And he had the baby right by the ocean. Mm-hmm. So... If you just thought you were on drugs. You were kidnapping. Um, so yeah, Charlie... So he starts building a sweat lodge. Yeah. That's what... Okay, yes, that's what he's building. Mm-hmm. A sweat lodge. Um, so he says, I need you to stand guard while I'm in there. And Charlie, yeah, reminds him that he's like, I don't like you. So <laughs> um, I have a flashback. And yeah, Locke is driving a pickup truck down the highway, and we see a hitchhiker... And Locke pulls... It's raining. Yeah, it's raining. So Locke pulls over and is like, hey, do you need a ride? Where are you heading? He's like, yeah, I'm just heading to Eureka. Eureka. He's like, oh, that's not too far. I could give you a ride. He's so, looking for a job in logging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they start talking while uh, he gives the boy a ride. We find out his name is Eddie. And he's like, so where do you get to a place uh, like Eureka at an age like yourself? He's like, you look pretty young. It's like, well, my mom's dead. This is better than where he was pulling from. Yeah, my mom's dead and my dad is a drunk. So, mm-hmm. and Locke's kind of like, ah. Hey, look say, at that. Say no more. Um, well, then they, a cop pulls him over. Yeah, they get pulled over. And uh, I think Eddie's like, what, did you rob a bank or something? Unfortunately. <laughs> and he says, unfortunately. Um, so the cop pulls up and he's like, hey, I need you guys to step out of the car. Well, first, Locke's like, everything okay? Mm-hmm. What are you speeding? He's like, no, your tail lights up. She's like, come on. Fucking bullshit. And if I he's... mean, it's nice to let people know. But, like, that's not a ticket offense. They usually give you uh, a written warning, and that written warning isn't to, like, scare you off. That's supposed to be, like, in case another cop pulls you over, you can be like, hey, I already talked to someone. This is this has been solved. Um, so, yeah, the other guy's like, I see a tarp in the back. What are you hauling? That's when I have to out of the car. And he's like, uh, what does he say? Guns Gun- and groceries. Guns and groceries. And then tells him, he's like, there's a red binder in there with the guns. Mm-hmm. It's with all, all the paperwork. Yeah, that all checks out. So the cop takes like a quick glance at it, like for five seconds. He's, he's like, like, are we free to go? Yeah, the paperwork, yeah. Like, that paperwork could have literally said anything. <laughs> but, oh well. Uh, so. Then we come back to him making his sweat lodge. Yep, so he's almost done building this hut. And. Charlie brings up the beating up again. Yep. Oh, because he's making his little like. Hallucination sauce. sauce is what I called it. <laughs> uh-huh. And Charlie's like, are those drugs? I hope they aren't, because remember, you're zero stance, zero, zero tolerance stance. Dude. <laughs> this isn't heroin. Also, it wasn't drugs that he beat you up for. It was a baby. He's just very defensive. Um, mm-hmm. So... So 
and then he goes in and starts eating his special sauce. Yep. He takes a little handful of the sauce and goes, mmm, this tastes like shit. Throws some water. Yeah, he takes like a ladle, which I'm like, where did he get that ladle? Unless he found it from the implosion from the kitchen. Dharma. Yeah. Um, so he starts like making steam in the fire and then puts the rest of the ladle on his forehead. Here's my question. Was that salt water he was using? Or did he take some of the fresh water reserves? Would there be a difference? I don't know. My follow-up question is going to be into salt water, like inhaling salt water mist fumes make you... Hallucinate? It's not healthy. I don't, I don't think so. Because there's like, if you go to the ocean, there's just salt in the air. So, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't think so. Those are my question. But that's a good question. I like that one. <laughs> um, so he, Science. Answer. <clears throat> he's like staring into the flames, and then all of a sudden, someone appears. Boone. Boone. Um, Special guest star, Ian Smallholder. So, so, what was his last name? Smallholder. Holder. Smallholder? Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, which I was actually writing a note, and it the special guest star pops up at the bottom, which, mm-hmm. spoilers, don't do that in your, your opening credits. Maybe let that be a surprise. Um, but you remember, I was like, I'm glad you missed that. So it was a surprise for me. Um, so he starts talking to him about... Um, well, Loxie's going to instantly apologize. He says, I'm so sorry. And Boone says, it's okay. I was the sacrifice the island demanded. It feels kind of like tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay. Remember, I had to die. You said I had to die. Like kind of using Locke's exact words okay. against mm-hmm. him. Yeah. So then he starts motioning to his throat again, and Boone says um, that you'll speak when you have something worth saying. And then you have to go. But he tries to get up on his legs. Don't work. Yeah. So Boone's like, "You'll need that lock." It's like a wheelchair knocked over, and like the wheel spinning. And we get these weird cuts of like bright lights flashing as Locke is looking at the wheelchair and mm-hmm. the wheelchair with the bright lights flashing the over that. It, it feels very like, wow, this is extra for no reason. Uh, we already know he's hallucinating. You don't have to... Emphasis. Yeah. Um, so he gets in the wheelchair and Boone starts pushing him and we are now in... Uh, the airport. The airport. The uh, city airport. Yeah, I was going to say the city airport. Mm-hmm. Um... Well, first, he, uh, in order to get to the wheelchair, he has to crawl up the escalator. No, that's after. Oh, that's after. Okay. Um, so, uh, they're in the airport, and you just hear a lot of clean up your own mess. Yes. Um, um, and he says, That's okay. Um, Boone says, one of these people is in serious danger, and you're the only one who can save them. So they're walking around, like, surveying who's the one in danger. And you see uh, a few people like, um, who does he see first? Um, I just went down the funny ones. I think he sees like Saeed, Sun and Jin in line. Um, Claire has like different hair. She's got bangs. And Charlie's wearing like his rocker clothes. Mm-hmm. A suit. And so is Claire, Charlie, and Aaron. Um, so obviously this was not before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the baby's out. Then Hurley's working the front desk. Yeah, he's he's a like an airline receptionist. Mm-hmm. Um, Desmond walks past with a bunch of girls. He's the pilot. Mm-hmm. Kind of like catch me if you can vibes. Oh yeah, that good catch. Um, Ben's working TSA. Mm-hmm. He's checking Jack in. Mm-hmm. Um, and and be- Sawyer and Kate are like laughing together behind him, mm-hmm. be, like waiting to be checked in. So very weird. And, and yeah, um, Locke keeps motion to people and 
Boone goes, not Hurley, not Jack, not not him, not him, not him, not him. And giving like reasons why, like like nope, they already like. Oops. There's nothing you can do for them, not yet. Not yet. Oh, that was for Charlie and Claire, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? That feels a little foreboding. <laughs> um, <laughs> so so then, then that's when Boone goes to the top of the escalator. He's like, this way, Locke. So then Locke, like, barrels out of the wheelchair and starts crawling up the escalator. Very eerie stuff. And then when he gets... Very bloody. Yeah, he gets to the top. He, like, gets his hand in, like, a pool of blood. And there's, like, more blood going further. Mm -hmm. And then there's Echo's staff. Um, And then Boone is very, very bloody, like, after the fall. (laughs) Yeah, like, he's all fucked up. He's covered in blood. And he says, they've got him. You don't have much time. And then you cut back to Locke, like, coming to in the tent, and then he stares into the flames, and you see what I thought was a wolf's face, but it makes more sense that it's a polar bear's face. I didn't see that at all, so... Uh, it, like, lunges at him. That makes sense why he jumped out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he jumps out because he's scared, and then Charlie's like, whoa, what, what, what's going on? You okay? Everything fine? What do you do? Like, what's, what's the plan? I'm going to save Mr. Echo's life. <laughs> He did say that really hoarse. I'm going to save Mr. Echo's life. Uh, so from there, we... Is them walking through the jungle? Yeah. Um, and John says pretty confidently that a polar bear has Echo. Charlie. Charlie's like, sorry I killed the polar bear. And Locke goes, sorry I killed a polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> there are multiple. So... Um, he ends up walking a few feet and then he notices something on the ground and he picks up Echo's necklace and he's like, uh, they're, they're close. And then he picks up a little white floof. Whoever, he says, whoever took it, him, is nearby or something like that. And Charlie's like, if you want to say polar bear, just say polar bear. That's when he picks up the little white floof. He's like, okay, polar bear. <laughs> and then this is when they hear a roar mm-hmm. and, uh, pretty yeah, sure, run. yeah, they, they, he, I think they show a polar bear, like, running. At them. Yeah. And then that's when Locke's like, fuck, we gotta run. These polar bears have a vengeance. They do, because they're like, I need cold temperature and Coca-Cola. There's no damn Coca-Cola on this island. There's Dar- Dharma brand cola. Dharma cola, and it tastes like shit. Worse than RC. <laughs> Worse than RC. <laughs> um, so then... Um, Flashback. Yeah, we get a flashback. Well, first, um, they they well, before they run, they find a fresh kill. Yes, they, which is that's what lets uh, Locke know, like, oh, this thing is close by. This is fresh. It's coming back. It's a boar, and then Charlie's like, "What the fuck? What what would do that to a boar?" So if you want to say polar bear, just say polar bear. Um, so yeah, then they run. They run right into a flashback. <laughs> Um, Locke and his buddy Eddie are pulling into the, like, community. They're doing a tour. I said lives in a commune. Yeah, okay, that's a good way to describe it. It is a commune. Um, so you you see people walking back and forth, like, talking to each other, looking all friendly. Um, and... He takes them on kind of a tour while they're walking to, like, the dinner table. Yeah. And he says, that's a sweat lodge for meditating. You go in and find out who you are if you're a hunter or a farmer. And then he Those goes. Are the only two options. Yeah, just hunter or farmer. He goes. Which one are you? Well, I think was is hunter and farmer supposed to be like which one are you? Are you a passive person or an aggressive person? Mm-hmm. And Locke doesn't answer at that point. I'm a hunting farmer. <laughs> passive aggressive. 
Yeah, he doesn't answer him. He's like, oh yeah, let's. This is um, was it uh, to the two people? Well, that's what not at the table. Oh, okay, you're right. Um, and um, he says, the Locke says, thank you for letting me bring this guy. I found him on the way home. He was gonna go to yours for lot wooding, but I convinced him to come have a meal with us first. This is someone, and this is someone else, man or woman. Um, and the head guy was saying a few words, and I said, well, you look kind of familiar, like Tom Bugs. But he's not Tom. You mean like someone we've seen on the island? Mm-hmm. Um, I, okay, I, I was kind of thinking the same thing, but maybe not. Maybe Tom's cousin. Tom's cousin. It's all connected. <laughs> um, so, manifest. Yeah, he, he stands up, says nice words, and then he motions to Locke. He's like, Locke, will you say, say grace? Yeah, say grace, so... Um, Locke makes like a, like an improvised, uh, thank you to all of them who he now considers family. He says, thank you, Lord, for helping me be less angry and for finding a family like one I never had before. And now he's not angry anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, which we've never really, I mean, we've seen a little bit of his like anger. So this is probably after Helen. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like after Helen, after the whole debacle with his dad and the money. Um. Yeah. So then, Eddie, they, they keep cutting to Eddie, and he kind of looks like, wow, this place seems this so nice. Sweet. This is so great. Wow. Awesome. Amazing. Wow. I can't wait to destroy these people's lives. <laughs> um, so then, from there, we cut back to the... This is when they find the actual the white sloth. Yes. Um, they find the site of where the hatch used to be, and mm-hmm. it's just a giant hole in the ground now. And Mark explains that it imploded, and Charlie's like, you didn't implode. I was like, yeah, I was thrown. You got, you got a point there, Charlie. When it comes to science. Um, so then there's the white fluff, the roar. They start running. They, 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 they found more fluff. He finds a second tuft. Because he finds one by the boar, too. This is the boar. Oh, this is the boar? Active kill. Oh. It's white fluff. Shit, never mind. <laughs> My bad. Making shit up. So then that stuff might start running, but then it feels like they're, they're bored, or the polar bear is very close, so Locke just decides to stand and fight. He chucks his knife, and you hear, like, a pump, and then, ah! <laughs> and it was Hartley. And he just holds up a canteen that's been punctured by a knife, and he just goes, dude. Which, man, he almost got murdered. So then the three of them are walking together, and Hurley's catching them up. Um... Says that he has to pass along the message. And what do you think I need to do now? I'm like, what should we do? And Locke says, go back to do what they said. Go back and pass along the message. Alone. I'd move. Charlie says, I'd move quick. There's a polar bear. He's like, what? (laughs) So, yeah. Okay, Locke. This is when Locke finds more fur. He finds like another tuft, and he's like, okay, we're close. Okay. Um, and then Charlie talks about how he used to. Well, first he says, um. So the island spoke to you, and it says to rescue Echo from a bear. And he's like, yes, exactly. That is exactly what happened. <laughs> We're on the same page. Then he starts talking about his past activities. And he's like, you know about polar bears? When I used to get high, I used and to watch, watch the, Beeb. the Beeb, the BBC. Um, he's like, I watch documentaries about polar bears. They're tough motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, they will tear you apart. And they're smart. They're like the Einsteins of the animal kingdom. Um, so then from there, we, they get to a cave. 
And then Locke's like, I think he's, he's, think he's in there. Time for you to leave, Charlie. Um, no. <laughs> you have to go home, Charlie. He's like, you have to go back to Claire. You, you can't just get in danger or die out here. And Charlie's like, no, I've come this far with you. So he's like, okay. So then we cut back to a Locke flash. Locke needs help until he doesn't need help. He's like, I'm independent. Exactly. Oh, my brain froze. Yes, another flashback. Um, where we've seen, we now have Eddie sticking around. He's been working with uh, John, kind of being buddy-buddy with him. They're talking about girls. Mm-hmm. And then Eddie uh, asks a question about John's dad. and John says that his dad isn't worth, there's nothing worth talking about. Yeah, nothing worth talking about, which is like, okay, good for you. That's mature. Fair. Very mature response. Um, so they're walking to their job of, like, they're digging picking, or whatever. Digging? Or they had, like, crates, right? Yeah, they're on some duty. Like apple crates? Like they're mm-hmm. going to like the orchards? Yes. Um, and Eddie points and is like, so what's in the greenhouse? Like, what do you mean? That one right there. The one that they're putting all the fertilizer in. And the one they're guarding. Mm-hmm. Um, so John's like, it's, it's a greenhouse. But then like, they walk to the orchard and Eddie says, I want in on whatever's in there. And John's like, what do you mean? He says, whatever you guys are trying to blow up. All the fertilizer. Yeah, so 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 he thinks they're making a bomb. Mm-hmm. Okay, because he's deducing like, okay, maybe it's a bomb. So then John starts laughing. He's like, okay, all right, I'll talk to them. Yeah, I'll talk to those two people who we forget their name. Them and them. Them and them. Um, he says, "We'll we'll see what they say." Um, so we cut back to Locke outside the cave. He, he got some hairspray, and he's spraying it on a torch. No. What was he spraying it on? He was just having it at the ready. Oh. He was doing a DIY flamethrower. I thought he sprayed it a little bit on his torch just to get it going. No. No? Okay. Um, and Charlie says, I hate to break it to you, mate, but then Locke goes, it's not for me. Um, and I knew right away he was doing a DIY flamethrower. Yes, you did. You called that right away. You're like, ooh, flamethrower. <laughs> um... So yeah, he lights his torch and he goes in the cave. After well, first before he goes in, he like starts putting like mud on himself, I think, to cover his scent. Hmm. Um, and then he lights the torch and then goes in. And then we get a commercial because, of course, we did. Weird timing. Because <laughs> um, I'm Hurley. Yeah, Hurley's walking through the woods and then he hears a rustling. And he's, Wait, not again. He says, "Bear, is that you?" <laughs> And he finds... Naked Desmond. Naked Desmond. Because Desmond, he's kind of like obstructing. He goes, are you alone? And he's like, yeah. So he steps up and he's like, whoa, whoa, I'm not alone. <laughs> he's like, I don't have clothes. Like, can you, we're almost by the camp. Can you go and get me some clothes? And I was like, wait, how do you feel about tie-dye? So yeah, he pulls out his backpack and he throws him a... He, he kind of gives it a sniff test first and then throws it to him. Kind of like, I want to make sure that it doesn't smell like shit. <laughs> It's the island that's gonna smile. Right. So now Desmond is wearing a little muumu, <laughs> a little dress. Um, and. They start heading back to the Yeah, island. they start heading back to the island. So then we cut back to Locke in the cave. In the cave. And there's and, a toy truck. Yeah, like a dump truck. Mm-hmm. And he like turns it over almost like he's recognizing it. And I thought there was gonna be like a more, flashback s- to more it. significance to it, but I'm like, okay, I guess not. Because cops are trash. Yeah, <laughs> they, they they need to be taken to the dump. Um, so Mike and Jan, I, f- I put the names all the way back here. Mike and Jan are freaking out. This is the next flashback. Mm-hmm. 
Um, they're like packing shit up. Throwing things in duffel bags. Yeah. Um, money and uh, product. Product marijuana. Marijuana. Because that is what is in the greenhouse. Marijuana. Which I was wondering. I'm like, why did he jump to explosives Maybe in the greenhouse? Maybe he knew what it was. Of something he knew it was weed, but he didn't want to seem like he knew too much. He was like, "I want in." So he he, he was he playing gave on a fake, yeah, playing coy. I guess that makes more sense. It's like, oh, fertilizer, yeah, we're making I want bombs. What you're there. Because he's he's kind of playing this good role of like a stupid kid mm-hmm. who's like neat. Yeah. Um. So and, they start saying that Locke is in huge trouble. He's ruined it all, everything. Um. His friend's a cop. So they, yeah, they throw you him out. know how much jail time you're going to get for this much weed. Which is, it looks like a lot of plants. Um, they, they throw him an envelope uh, with like a little dossier on this cop, which I'm like, where did they get, where are they Fresh whip, out of the academy. Yeah, where they whip this up? Yeah, he's fresh out of the academy. Um, like, he was waiting for you. Like, mm-hmm. And then John's like, no, no. Like, he's completely in denial. He's like, this can't be the case. He's like, it's not too late to fix this. I can fix this. And they're like, if you can fix this. By tonight. We know what fix this means. You better do it. Get on it. So, yeah, John's like, yeah, I can do it. Um, so then we cut back to the cave again, and John finds a bloodied up echo. No, first he finds a few bodies. Oh, you're right. With, with some Dharma clothes. Yeah. Some old skellies. Mm-hmm. Then he, with the Dharma logo on it. Then he finds... Ooh, echo. And Echo is kind of conscious he's like john and then he gets dragged away mm-hmm. and you're like oh shit the bear smoke monster bear smoke. <laughs> oh they've teamed up oh i would turn and run smoky bear like smoky bear ha 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 like goodbye this is how i die <laughs> um so yeah then john starts pulling him back and that's when he uses his hairspray fire yes he uses the torch and he gets the bear and he singes the bear's face. It cries in pain and it like runs away. Yeah, runs deeper into the cave. So then John like grabs Echo and they start like he pulls him out of the cave. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, we cut to Desmond and Hurley. Yeah, Desmond is filling Hurley in on what happened. Like, what you had this key the whole time? Why didn't you do it? And he like, because he wasn't sure what happened from the other. It was like a trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, this is also, Hurley is the one who des- describes the sky as purple. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, I was on the other side of the island with, uh, the others, Jack and Locke, and the, the whole island shook and the sky went purple, and Desmond's like, oh, I didn't know, because I wasn't... I missed that. I missed that part. I was 20 feet underground. <laughs> so then... Um, so then he says, Hurley tells him how, um, Jack, Claire, and Kate are gone, they don't know what we're gonna do, why am I so sleepy? Uh, they don't know what they're going to do. And Desmond says, well, Locks, it's fine, Locks, because he's going after them. That's what he said in his speech. And Harry's like, what? That's what he said in his speech. And Harry's like, mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Locks didn't say anything. And Desmond goes, sorry, this is just a little foggy from flying in the air. This is a good catch, because when you said that at the end of this episode, I was like, oh, that makes sense, because I thought that was just a throwaway line of him being like, oh, I might have just misspoke. Mm-hmm. Dang. Good catching. I'm going to try. You're good with the details. Um, so, uh, Charlie, once Locke and Echo get out of the cave, Charlie helps prop Echo up, and they're like, we need to uh, 
get him back to the island. He's in rough, or back to the, the beach. He's in rough shape. So they start carrying him. They carry him right into a flashback. Um, so Locke and Eddie are deep in the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got their hunting rifles, and they're going deer hunting, it seems. Someone says something about... Oh. First, he talks... In the not flashback, he talks to Charlie. At, uh, Locke. Locke. Locke talks to Charlie. Yes. About what he saw in the tent and how he saw Boone. Charlie asks, what did he say? And, um... Locke says that he said I have to clean up my own mess. Mm-hmm. Or he says like, "What?" Charlie's like, "So what are you gonna do? Like, I'm gonna clean up my mess." He's like, "This is what." He and Charlie means. says, "Spoken like someone who's had to clean a few, had a few too many messes to clean." Yes. Which then we go into the flashback. Good, good, good catch. Um, because that is exactly what this is—is is about cleaning up messes. So they, yeah, they they both got rifles and they're walking around looking for a deer. Um. And then... Locke says that he spoke to Mike and Jen. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's my aunt and uncle. Mike and Jan? Jan. Mike, Mike and Jan. Uh, he's like, yeah, they're, they want to show you it. Mm-hmm. Like, and he goes like... Kind of egging him on. Over there. Like yeah, the he, reaction to something, so Eddie spins around. Points behind Eddie, like, oh, it's over there. Like, like John, what'd you see? Is it a deer? And then Locke slowly points his rifle at Eddie. Mm-hmm. And then Eddie turns around to see... He's got a rifle pointed at him. And he's, for like a second or two, he's gonna aim his at John. He's like, I didn't load yours. Yeah, he's, because he's like, come on, John, we can talk this through as he's like kind of lifting his mm-hmm. right arm that's holding the rifle. And he's like, don't waste your time. That's not, that's not loaded. Um, so then he drops the rifle and he's like, okay, please, Locke, think about this. He says, you're not gonna shoot me. Or no, first John asks, um, did you know it was gonna be me? Did you pick me on perfect? purpose he's like what are you talking about at first mm-hmm. and John says, like, we already know like don't deny i just want to know why me and he says um because you were new to the group you were still relatively like open to something open to coercion and, and just like i said you're most susceptible to coercion and then Locke's like coercion <laughs> yeah for coercion. So then he goes ready starts saying like block and you're not going to shoot me you're not a hunter or you're, you're a farmer you're not going to shoot me I was, when the music was getting high, tense, I was writing, a few too many people on this show claim to know that they won't be shot. <laughs> and then are shot. Yes. Um, so he starts backing away and Locke is like, don't move. Like, I'm, I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to go now, John. So then you, you see Locke like kind of shaking with the gun. And then at the last second, it was a weird cut how mm-hmm. it, it just abruptly goes from him sh- aiming the gun to he's going down to like put the gun down and then we cut back to the island. Mm-hmm. It's like I would like to see him like maybe like put the gun completely down. You got the message. Yeah, the, yeah, I guess so. Um, so oh, because he says that he was a hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he he's no longer a hunter. Yeah, it would seem he's no longer a hunter, but now he's a hunter again. Mm-hmm. Um. So Charlie and Locke are still carrying Echo. They set him down against a little rock. Because they hear a scream. Mm-hmm. So Charlie runs to get water. Um, John starts venting to Echo about how um, he shouldn't have been so obsessed with stopping the button. He should have listened, and then he could have gone with um, to protect Jack, Kate, and Sawyer. Michael wouldn't have let you. Yeah. You weren't invited. You weren't invited. It was exclusive hunting party. Um, so then Echo says, you can still protect them, you can still save them, you will find them. And Locke kind of, like, looks back over at him, and 
Echo is passed out. Yep, passed out. Charlie comes back with the water, and they try to give him a sip, and he kind of takes a little bit, but he's he's just out of it. Yeah, we gotta get him back to camp. So they start carrying him again, and then they get him back to the beach, and everyone kind of realizes around them. Yeah, and they're like, "He needs medical attention. He needs Jack. Someone go get Jack. Where's Jack?" And then Harley's like, "Jack's not here." And one woman gets so mad at Hurley. He's like, what do you mean Jack's not here? When were you going to tell us this? He just got back. It's like, I literally just got back. Sorry for not being like, Jack's gone. I've been through a lot in the past couple of days. So then Locke says, we'll find them. We're going to make a plan to go get them. But right now, Echo needs medical care. Get bandages, get water. So you get this, you get this, you get this. You're being very leaderly. Mm-hmm. And then... We turn over to Desmond, kind of just surveying it like, I see this one, He's just chucking rocks. And then Hurley's like, wow, this is kind of weird. This feels like... I'm feeling deja vu. Deja vu, yeah. Hurley's like, hmm. Okay. And he's like kind of looking over at Desmond like, wait a second. You said this already happened. Mm-hmm. So I think Hurley's kind of got a little mystery about Desmond going in his head. He's like, what is he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is the end of the episode. That's it. So until next time, you can find us on Twitter at Galaxy Couch Pod. Discuss the show with us. Tell us what your favorite coffee is. Um, what do you put in your coffee? What do you put in your coffee? I normally do black, but I got peer Absolutely pressure to not. do cream. Don't say that. <laughs> it wasn't peer pressure. So until next time, I'm Bran. I'm Danielle. Keep it cosmic. Ooh.